Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about whatever we want to talk about, guys. <laughs> this is kind of a random podcast, so you're going to get the inside of our girl talk. So, <laughs> lady. <laughs> Before the podcast even started, you know, we was already talking about what the heck is going on in the world. And I don't, I don't know if we're going to know who our president is by Tuesday. When this comes out, so who knows? What do y'all think you're gonna know? I need them to come on. I don't know when, <laughs> but I need them to hurry to hell. Like I ain't never. I'm like y'all with Corona going on. I feel like this is just an excuse, but I digress. <laughs> I feel like they could have counted. They they probably are really had to take a little extra time to count some balance, but now I feel like they just prolonging the process. Process. <laughs> my opinion but i don't know i know i thought we was gonna know by yesterday by friday i was clearly thinking we wasn't gonna leave the week election week without knowing so i don't know what are y'all thoughts i want them to count every vote of course because that's absolutely but it's just crazy to me because it's like dang have y'all not been counting every vote (laughs) like in the in the past like how we know so soon anyways like maybe it shouldn't take this long but um but you know what i'm about to talk about about how black women came through in the clutch (laughs) sorry (laughs) in the clutch because that that's what was so amazing to me okay so stacy y'all i'm so i'm so excited that georgia turned slightly blue I need to turn all the way blue, but this was a classic to me when I saw what happened. Cause I didn't, I I was like, dang, it would really be nice if Georgia turned blue. It's not fully blue yet. Let's see, but that we're ahead. Um, we're ahead right now, and so I feel like we were watching the game. Like we ahead right now. Right, I really feel like it's a game. Yeah, and then, but the crazy thing is to me, this is a classic example of God showing um everything works out for our good okay let's can i get an amen in the building okay let's let's take you to church real quick okay (laughs) hallelujah hallelujah system alone okay (laughs) tap your name but it said everything (laughs) is working out for your good (laughs) kobe everything is working out for my good (laughs) and the reason why i say likewise likewise sister (laughs) And the reason why I say this is because Stacey Abrams, you know, she had that big, big, big upset um, to become governor two years ago. So everybody was like voting and she had this huge theme like we and there was like a lot of corruption because like the actual governor that she was running against was like counting the ballot. So so all this happened, she ended up losing by like a hair. And um, everybody know it was corrupted. Like she should have won. Period. Late period. But I feel like this was even more fuel for her to make sure that everybody was registered to vote and making sure everything was going well leading up to this election year, which is 2020. And 
I read that she was able to register over 800,000 people, like with the help of her in, in Georgia. And I'm just like, the power of a black woman. So all these like ballots are coming in, like it's really going to like what she's done and the work that she's done. But like a lot of times we think of things as like failure or why did this happen, God? Like this isn't fair. I should have won that. You don't know that God's preparing you to make a change, an ultimate change for what's coming next. Like I needed you to help your help to get Donald Trump out. And I'm hoping this, I'm hoping Joe Biden wins so this could be a real testimony. Cause right now <laughs> we yes. don't know yet. And we don't, Georgia hasn't turned blue yet, but he won. He won. I'm just speaking okay, into no. existence. You know, I'm talking <laughs> Joe Biden is president. Kamala Harris is vice president, first black vice president, first woman president, first woman vice president. Come on now. Anyways, right. so. we also got to shout out uh, Menifee. We had him early, uh, had him on our show earlier. He won in Harris yes. County, the first yes, black, first black DA. Yes, in youngest, first youngest, the youngest in first black. Yes. And, and male. Black man can't. A black, black man can't. And you know what I like about him so much? First of all, he was on our podcast. Yes. And he was so good. Okay. Like, he yes. was like, <laughs> he was like for the street side while he was also for like the political side. Like, he was so balanced. Like, he's yeah. perfect overall. Right. And so, like. I will do Yes, girl. And I was looking at how he, he posted that he won. I went to his stories. And he had, like, this Nipsey Hustle uh, music playing. I'm like, okay, yeah. He for the people. I said, okay, he for the community. And so I, I can't even remember his exact title. Someone look it up. Christian. Uh, He's attorney. Um, is it district attorney? Harris County attorney elect. Okay. Yes, attorney. And then. And then his post after he won, guess what he posted after he won? So he posted he won, and guess what the next post was? Okay, y'all got to guess. Okay. I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to tell y'all what he posted. Okay. Y'all don't know because I'm on his Instagram. I know. He posted an appreciation post for his black wife. And just basically. Oh, yes, I saw that. They were in this beautiful field. Yes. You just saying, like, we have done this without her and stuff like that. So I just thought that was very sweet. And that really made me happy. And then, y'all better cut me off because I'm going to just keep talking. But but then this, I just saw a post today that said um, for, because they're not playing no games in Georgia, y'all. They ain't playing no games in Georgia. So this is what I saw. And this is from social media, so yeah, double check, double check. But it says, Georgians, if you turn 18 by January 5th, 2021, you are eligible to vote in the runoff elections that will determine whether we take control of the Senate from Mitch McConnell. You have until December 7th to register to vote. Please tell your friends. And this is just so important, guys. Like, this is a prime example of, like, what we've been talking about for the past couple of months about how our votes really matter. Like they matter right now. Like you are seeing it's coming down to each and every vote counts and each and every vote that didn't happen counts. You know what I'm saying? And so, and then I just feel like we're becoming so much more educated about like what's going on. Like I never thought like, 
you know how we we always say like tap into um tap into your passions and i'm like politics ain't never been my passion like i'm gonna do my part and i'm gonna go <laughs> go and do something on the podcast i'm here to feel your soul but now i'm like okay maybe i should be more to this and this is because um what made me really think about that is because in Pearland, um quentin wilts the he was running for mayor again like he's been running and running and running and he he lost by forty thousand people like i think i don't want to i don't want to get right the exact number but he lost he was like try and he was trying he's a black a young black man who's running for mayor in Pearland where we we all mostly grew up and he's been running it like basically i don't know every year every two years i don't know how often they do it and the same person has been the mayor for years, this white guy. But <laughs> this all goes back to say, like, okay, maybe I should have campaigned more for him. Like, yeah, I need to do my point part in making sure that right that the right people get elected, and that I do my part in locally. Them locally, and so I'm like, oh, because it really made me sad. I was like, dang, this man keep running, he keep losing. I'm like, if he run again, I'm going to campaign or we should start campaigning now because like, I want to know what's happening in Pearland. And then I also want to know like how I can help push the effort forward. But, you know, and I, I always say like with conviction, do, do what you want. But um, now I feel a little convicted to be more into it. And I think that's another thing that's working out for our good. So what do you ladies think? <laughs> man I, I i agree i feel like this election and i was telling my students this um basically because they always they're they're so so wise they want to know miss who'd you vote for and i'm like at work you you know there's that rule you can't talk about politics you're not supposed to discuss politics you're not supposed to go into you know sharing your political biases and so of course i didn't tell them who i voted for but I did just wanted to educate them because the person that educated me and and it was one of my high school teachers. It was one that actually made me feel really, really passionate about voting. Mm -hmm. And I think y'all had her too, Miss Fernacci. Mm -hmm. She was so passionate about voting and just the political aspect of the of life. And it's funny because it never really, I never, once I left that class, I didn't go right into caring about politics. I don't think I really actually ever truly, truly cared about an election until this one. If I'm being really honest, I voted in the past, but I felt like in the past, it was just kind of a, it was just parents told me to do it. So I'm just going to go vote. I feel like it was, you know, the smart thing to do at that time. I didn't put that much effort, but the fact that now it's just something so different. And I think maybe cause we're getting to that age where your parents can't just, you know, force you to tell you what to do. It's like, you're making up your own decisions. And it, it's just so important because I, I feel like this was great because it, it causes us to become more informed, make those informed decisions. And, and when you, have to become informed you have to get involved so it makes us it's like giving us back that accountability piece for our community that true accountability piece for our community and i love that you mentioned local voting because that's that's like that's what really 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 matters and it's that's something that just goes over our head i know a lot of times the the, the presidential election that's the one that get glorified and magnified and, and like really highlighted but 
whatever you, you those votes that happens locally those are the ones that actually are changing the laws in your community those are the ones that are giving funding or taking away funding to certain demographics and things of that nature so it's like we want the president we wag our finger and say president do this for us do this for us but in actuality it's the local elected officials that's doing well that's changing the policies making the policies for the people and the president or is the one that's just checking off like saying okay I, I see what you have there it's like yo yo siblings you have a proposal and you go take it to parents and be like mom dad is this okay and they say yes or no right and so it's like the same same situation so it's like we have to become and i just think we already are this is what i love like it's this is the most in um, in in ever in history like we really out here making history more votes have ever been casted in in and in history y'all and it's just like wow we really out here doing this in the middle of a whole pandemic like this 2020 y'all this has been this has been uh i can't even find the adjective i can't even say crazy because i feel like it's amazing slash crazy slash weird slash every adjective bittersweet up down like just mind-blowing historical moments like the the george floyd movement where sixty thousand people gathered and congregated in the middle of a pandemic where you know we not we supposed to be social distancing like in a whole pandemic where we supposed to be social distancing we had the most votes ever casted in history like i was just like like something big the way we coming into 2021 we we not coming the same like we a whole new breed if you made it through 2020 like i just feel like Ah, like this monumental moment in history is really going to be a huge stamp, a huge mark in history. And I just got nothing but positive vibes. Like when I'm leaning toward the election, thinking about the election, I'm not trying to give my energy to Trump. I'm not trying to give it. I'm like, like, let's not talk about what Trump doing. Let's, let's just feed into what we actually do want to happen. So let's just focus on Biden. Like, I don't want to hear those, those words come out your mouth, sorry, or ma'am. Okay. Let's focus on the energy. Keep growing that, that energy that we do want to manifest. And I think, I honestly think I'm really confident uh, that we are going to prevail and things are going to, you know, flow in the way we want it want them to go girl you make you want to see a spirit a lot of people out here who scared y'all there's a lot of people out here who scared there's a lot of people out here who just like you know if the decision is what it is god is the, our true leader you know so it's just like nah man people's lives are gonna be affected by this you know that funding is real. You know, when you have certain leadership in place, you know, think about the government funded entities who rely on, you know, granted things and that changes when you have different leadership, you know, so it's, it's real. It's real for some people. It's super real, guys. A lot. Because, ooh, I'm, I'm, briefly read this headline and i'm not sure if it's true or not because i gotta tell you i didn't go deep deep into it but i heard this headline that joe biden is he recommitted that he's really gonna do student loan forgiveness i think up to ten thousand dollars and i'm just like yo that's huge that's like how many people need that how many people could that help propel into not having to worry about that bill now that they could use that money to put a down deposit on some on a house or to eat or to 
uh, get a car. It's just like so many things. And I just feel like now that, okay, 2020, Jeff, you was talking about all the things about like 2020 has been weird. It's been crazy and all this stuff. And I know y'all heard this before, but y'all gonna hear it again. How we talked about, oh yeah, 2020 clear vision, clarity, alien, this thing. Because, you know, 2020 vision. But <clears throat> we didn't know it was going to come in the form of a pandemic. We didn't know it was going to come in the form of overt racism. We didn't know if it was going to come in a form of, like, us really sitting our ass down for our inner selves to see, like, wait, wait, is this the life that I want? And so it's so much clarity. But clarity isn't always so – just because you're clear on something doesn't mean it's all – roses and and butterflies and, and petals getting clear on something is gonna reveal the truth and that's what happened in 2020 it, it revealed the truth that a lot of people didn't see um it revealed the real deeply rooted racism systematic oppression uh, like people out here really not caring about people's lives like it revealed that almost less than half the country <laughs> still wants people to be in bondage. So, but uh, I'm gonna say that more than half wants to change. So I'm leaning on so much hope, but just because we have clarity on something doesn't mean it's all roses, but it gives us the clear sight to see how could we change and move forward in life. And so I'm feeling like, y'all, we, we go through things in life and we went through things right now. We're going through things right now as a world but I just feel like God will prevail and, and we're going to be able to make real change. Also, it needs to be unveiled so we can change. Like I was saying earlier, like we, we have gone years and years and years. Well, a lot of us have gone years and years and years without knowing what's happening in the political system. We don't, we don't know. We like, okay, just so that, Y'all go ahead and elect that Democrat, okay? Okay, we good. We don't know what they doing. We don't know what they doing. Oh, okay, we don't know what they doing. But now we elected. Now Joe Biden. When we elect Joe Biden, this is how we gonna be standing. So um, now what are you gonna do? So are you? Are we gonna get that loan forgiveness? Are we gonna be uh letting people out of prison, wrongly convicted? Are we gonna be cracking down on um? police reform like what we're gonna be the one pushing the agenda at first a lot of us didn't know but now a lot of us are like oh who's who's giving the money out i got a non-profit i'm gonna need some of that grant money sir what's up okay anyways <laughs> yeah but uh <laughs> that's how i'm feeling and so now we're in the know we have to be in the know um so we can get this money so we can get this change so we can know who to elect and who what was that voting record, sir? I'm gonna need you to turn that around if you want my vote again, okay? So it's really turning into a true democracy because the where it's not being hidden. Now we have insight. So now we could know, mm, I'm with it or I'm not with it. So <laughs> y'all feel real. No. I feel like they're the real me now. <laughs> it's so real, it's so real. It's, and it's interesting and it's crazy how you know for white people their thing is like oh i didn't know there was racism in this country and we've been sitting here like uh this is what we've been trying to tell you we oh you didn't know we've been we've been going through this our whole lives you just 
oh my gosh, this is what's going on in the world. It's just like this, oh, wow, right? And then for us as Black people, the revelation is, oh, wow, how, like, you know, we can really change some things if we show up, if we have an agenda, if we have these numbers, if we, you know, push in politicians to make changes, you know, that is, you know, where we are finally like, oh, okay, I see why people like, yeah, this is what we've been doing. We've been paying people and we've been doing this. So it's, this is clear. It's just, like you said, 2020 has shown us what we need to do, how we need to go about things. And it's just, it's, it's dope as hell. It is. It is. Man, that's so, so true. Like the unveiling process has just been, it's been beautiful. I'm going to claim the beauty out of it because like J. Cole say, it's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. And so we, we, we had to go through some crazy, crazy, crazy times. Like it has not been no, no fun journey. It has not been like having to lose and, and like having it magnetized on TV, seeing our brothers and sisters, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, like, and those are just a few but and it's, it's crazy to me because it's like, this has happened in 2019. This has happened in 2018. But something about 2020, it, and I think it was because we were quarantined. The world had no reason, nothing else to do but look and see what America has been doing. Like, at, at other times, like, you know, we the world was just moving so fast. We were in our own thing. Like, we were in our own tunnel vision way of, of life. Like working on your business, going to your job, taking care of your responsibilities to where the things that were happening, you didn't have to just sit and look and face what actually, what was, what was going on. So that's why I think it, it has created that huge shock factor for the white people that are like, you know, wow. Like, and, and I sincerely believe a great and large number of white people, they really did not know. And it, and it's crazy. And black people, we just have to be compassionate and, and understand them to be like, okay, to, to educate. Because it's like, we're living two different realities. White America and black America, we just have to be honest, is completely different. White privilege does exist in America. But I think that this 2020, this this unveiling of things, and this is why people are fighting so hard. This is why this, this, this election means so much because it's like, this is the fight to unveil all the wrong and try to go in the right direction. Or this is to keep things, this is saying that, or it's either to say that everything that's going on is okay. Because if you have a leader of your country that says, I think the police are doing a fine job. I, I see no flaw in our and our, um, our, our, our what, is, what is it, our, our law enforcement system. Like for you to sit there and say something, and you're supposed to be leading not just, not just a certain demographic of people, you're supposed to be making sure you serve and protect the entire country. And that, that includes us as black people. And for you to say something like that as our leader, I mean, if you are president of the United States, you're supposed to be our leader as well. And for you to sit there and just undermine who we are as a people and say that I think, you know, law enforcement is doing a fine job and clearly record numbers show that it's a disproportionate rate to how, you know, African-Americans are treated and not just even talking about going to the depths of, of them killing African-American people, which that is 
horrible. Um, just normal treatment, like a normal traffic stop, pulling people out, doing searches when it's, it was no probable cause. Like it's just the little things. Like we deserve as 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 people of this 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 land, this country that has built this country. I just think our rights are 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 come. It's it's swinging, and I just love it. And I like I just. I just love how everyone, everyone is really starting to see this white people, black people, Hispanic people, any demographic of person is seeing that, you know, I have friends that I truly, truly associate with and they are black and, I, and they are good people. And why, why are they tr being treated like this? It's like, this don't make no sense. Like, and it, it, it just becomes so normalized. It's, it has become so normalized, but I honestly think honestly think this has all been a great setup, the greatest setup ever in history for us to propel and push forward like never before. It's like, I feel like we catapulting up in here. Like it is really about to be a great rising. And it's just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm going on a tangent now because I just, I just see so much beautiful change. I really, really do y'all. I really do. And it, it just starts with us being involved and that's what i'm loving more than anything being more involved and more informed i love that being more involved and being more connected to other people and y'all know i'm black black i'm black black blackity black but i'm so glad that you broke up white people because it's true they don't a lot of them don't know they didn't know and like you were saying like i ain't know how you ain't know but honestly a lot of people a lot of white people didn't know um and so i am appreciative of the people the white people that are doing the work that are unlearning and doing their due diligence to unlearn and make a change and then like i always talked about this when i used to work at be busy like <laughs> you know white people are the majority yeah, I think. Um, but you know, a lot of them had to vote for Biden <laughs> for us to um to get there, to get here. A lot of uh, white people white people walked and marched and in protest with us. Abolitionists literally <laughs> house slaves. So, you know, I always, you know, when I <laughs> when I struggle sometimes, I always go back to that and like there are a lot of good white people out there to be honest they're just they're just so nice i work with so many of them now <laughs> and they're just so sweet and so nice and they they check on me they they make sure i'm good even though we work remotely and it's just like it's good to be just open to good people what i, I what i always say is like i buy black and i buy from good energy and um and that's that's the most important like doesn't matter what race you are that good energy and just doing what's right in the world that's what's attractive to me and that's what's going to need to change the world and that's what we're going to need to be collectively as a a human as a human species, species. <laughs> um but yeah like like i don't know i just feel like i just feel feel different i feel different <laughs> That's it, I agree. No, I totally agree. And and it's like that there are some really amazing people. And that's why I really want to, you know, pinpoint on like this is not um, a white versus black thing. This is a good versus evil. 
Like, that's what it is, period. And I understand. I can imagine what it's like being white. And you, you're being brought, in this, brought up in this certain environment, and this is all you know. And so you're taught, every member, all of this is taught behavior. And so it has to be a little difficult to be that one white person, or maybe not one, but the, the small group of white people at, at, at Thanksgiving, like your whole family has always voted Republican, has always supported Republican campaign, no matter. And this is the crazy thing about politics. It can, and some people are just so diehard Democrat or so diehard Republican. It don't matter sometimes what the candidates say. They can be like, everybody go jump out of an airplane right now, no parachute. And you go, like, I'm voting for that person. <laughs> but it's, it's but it has to be very challenging though to seriously to your to to vote against your own mom to vote against your own father like the things that they have taught you but it takes courage it takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of i don't know it just takes a lot of courage to say hmm the way that, that the way that you the way that things are i can see them for what they are and i'm choosing to take this stand and you know think about it. you could be ostracized out of your family for like you know it gets real and and especially if you're supporting and going against the grain so i do commend any person that is really really standing for the cause and because i can only imagine how hard that must be you kind of keep your your political views to yourself at, at, at uh thanksgiving because i work with white people amazing amazing white people like Oh my gosh, my principal and my vice principal, they are like the most amazing, amazing, amazing people ever. And I like one of my, my, um, my vice principals, he just left on last year because he got promoted and he's now a principal at his own school. And when I tell y'all, this man is the most sweetest, was one of the most sweetest persons, like one of my favorite, favorite people to see that light of my day. Like I couldn't wait to go see um such and such every day and so it's just like now that they're not here it's just like uh, I, I just miss them and i'm just like it, it this is a like you were saying to me this is an energy thing like i was even almost in the point of like tearing up when they left because you know this was the person that hired me on that took a chance on me that was like you know I, you are amazing for our students saw the good found ways to like compensate me when you know I wasn't qualified in certain areas at the time. So it's just like, people take a chance on good people. People see energy. And so I feel like, honestly, Black people, we have to have that discret, that discernment, that energy to be receptive to the energy. And because that, like you said, white people are the majority. And whether, whether we want to accept that or not, we still need one another. We still need one another until we, I don't know. It's just, we just need one another. And especially if they're good energy, especially if they have good energy, we, why not support and, 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 and coexist with the people that really do sincerely care, no matter what the color of their skin is. And I just think, yeah, right is right. Wrong is wrong. And, and you have to see that for what it is. Absolutely. Togetherness is just so important. Good energy, positive energy. Uh, it's just, it is what it is. It just is what it is. It doesn't mean that we don't, you know, in our lives. So it's such a much, such a different. Just it doesn't mean that that I won't continue to put black people on like since we have been so oppressed. There's a lot of work that will be done. And that that's where our energy is going. But white people are helping out, and I'm here for it. 
okay. You know, I even got like, this is so funny. Uh, a person DM me and asked me, a, a white person, let me just put it all out there. A white person DM me and asked me if they could go, if they could shop at Black Market. She's like, I don't want it to be weird. I just want to support the black people. I, I was like, girl, all is welcome. Please come. Look, that's going to help us put push the 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 dollar, the black dollar forward. We don't just need black dollars. We need all every we want show. We want the Hispanic dollar, we want the white dollar, the Asian dollar, dollar. every dollar counts because um you know, it's just going to help us be better in an economic state. And um I'm just here for just just loving people um i was on yeah i I was on um i was um (laughs) i was um watching shameless maya's instagram stories and um there she was like she was like keep y'all can ask me anything and so one of the person people say like do you still follow jesus christ like um she's like yes of course like of course, I still follow Jesus Christ. Like that's you know, I feel like he's the way. I'm like, it's my girl. She said, but she's like, I believe love is the answer for everything. And like, no matter what religion you have, no matter what thought processes you may have, it has to. It always has to go back to leading with love and kindness. What's sincere in your heart? Like, honestly, like. I want everybody to be a follower of Jesus Christ, you know, be saved and all that. But I want everyone to lead with uh, with love. You know, Jesus is a representation of true love. He wasn't judging nobody. He he was literally out there in the in the slums, like he was helping the people who were just do, doing the the most. But he said, "I love you. I don't care. I don't care what you've done. I'm here to save you." And so it's just like. We don't be thinking like that. We'd be like, oh, you are gross and irritating and bad. And look what you've done. And ugh, how can I duh, help you? But nah, God's like, nah, them too. I need you to help them too. I need you to give them love too. So it's just like leading with love is the answer. Period, point blank, period, 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 snap, comma, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I think that's beautiful. Um, Thinking about that leading with love, one thing that this pandemic has kind of revealed to me is, you know, just the aspects of love. You know, (laughs) I used to think that like cheating was the worst thing a man could do. And, you know, it's, and it's still pretty like high on that list like it's you know it, it it's there like I'm not just saying you know look you can go cheat and you can you know have all these other qualities and, you know and I'm just gonna accept it no but it's just like that is not it's just you know this pandemic pandemic has shown me that that's not the worst thing you know that they can do it's you know negligence is they cannot support you they cannot love you like you should be loved like <laughs> it's it's a lot more to the dynamics that I'm seeing now that you know as a young minded person I was just like you know it, even as a woman even as a woman 
I felt like if you're loyal, then this man should worship you. He should cherish you. And, you know, but it's like, no, it's so much more to a relationship than just loyalty. Like, are you thinking, like, like you said, so are you leading with love? Are you thinking about when you're doing certain actions, is it coming from a place of love? Or are you coming from a place of dominion? And I want to dominate the situation. I want to manipulate this situation. Or is it coming from a place of, you know, oh, since last time you did this, I'm going to do it. You know, is it coming from a tit-tat type of a place? Is it coming from, you know, just a self-centered place, a selfish place, you know, like just how are your actions being portrayed? You know, you might have the best intentions, but you know, deep down inside, like, you know, why you're doing certain things and why you're in a relationship or why you are, you know, I don't know, like you just know your intentions, if that makes sense. And I don't know. That has been heavy on my mind lately, <laughs> just with relationships <laughs> and me. <laughs> no, that's that's real. That is real because it. You you're right. You do want to, and I think you hit it when you say intent. It's what is your intentions on how you how you value something or someone. How are you expressing the way you value? Are you, like you said, ne ne are you neglecting by, you know, not taking that action to really, truly um, show that person that, like, it's like a commitment. And of course, every day is not going to be perfect. But are you committed to, because you could be loyal but be a really crappy person to be around just mm -hmm. miserable out your mind just like i'm ready to go you ain't cheating but you are not appreciating me you are not valuing me you are not and you could just be completely in a state of a feeling drained a feeling like i'm i'm not meant to be here i'm this life it got to be green on the other side it got to be light at the end of this tunnel but mm -hmm. how, because that you just really have to think about your intentions and how you are valuing the people around you and are you truly are you truly valuing them from a place of love and if not some some changes need to be made simple as that yeah but i did want to go back um to when tiffany brought up economics and i really wanted to talk about this and it's um if especially for our black people because sometimes me and tiff we joke about this sometimes our black people we too woke <laughs> we are too woke i understand i was one of them two woke black people and when i went through my awakening stage i think we got it's levels we go through stages in our life and sometimes we so woke like tiffany said we need to take a nap let me go back sleep real quick <laughs> hit the snooze hit the snooze because uh, we too woke and sometimes when like now let, let's talk about economics and how some black people can be so woke and be and try and we confide ourselves in this small box at times and this could really damper our our true advancement our true progression um of course black people we want to make sure we intentionally support black people but i'm going back to when you were saying a white person asked could they support 
you know, the black market as well, black people, black vendors, black entrepreneurs. And black, there are some people like, oh no, the best thing black people can do is only like, like we're trying to go back to segregation and we can only support one another. And because we were thriving back then, no, I'm not gonna take that away from us. But if we're really trying to grow and reach billions and millions and, and trillions of people, it's like, why would we discriminate or shut off someone that wants to support the beauty? We don't see Beyonce telling people that you can't support us. We don't see like, nah, nah, only, only black people come to this concert. If only black people could come to that concert, the, the arena might not be filled. I'm just saying, like, it, it might be a small demographic. So it's just like, we're trying to really, really, really move move people and get people to understand who we are and, and, and show people our greatness we have to be welcoming and open to all people and then that's really it, it's and, and not trying to say that we should not love ourselves first and put our our culture first that is that definitely should be the front forefront but i think pe that's what will gravitate the right people to you because you have such pride and such love for your people like i don't think I mean, I'm trying to think of an example, but I, I just know that people will see you doing and shining and thriving in your work for your people, and that will cause them to love you and want to support you. You don't have to t say, I only, I, I'm doing this for my people, so therefore the peop my people must come. All people will support your movement as long as you're being genuine and as long as you are you're doing the work if, if that makes sense and so it just just think about examples like we buy from china china not saying i don't like trump I, even though i'm pretty sure they don't got the great relationship right now but they still gonna gonna sell us some stuff we still gonna have things everything made in china around us because they thinking about that money that money for real and so we have to like if we're thinking about generational wealth think about all the beauty supply stores everyone the majority of all of them are owned by um, by Asia, Asian descent, descended countries, because they're marketing to a demographic that will produce money. So we have to take that emotional bias or that colorism bias off of who we market to and, and, and so that we can be more expansive if that makes sense. Cause the rest of the cultures are, are hip and they got on to like, okay, we, we're not trying to say this is only for one small culture. Why well, say that when we can expand and be a global, a global culture? Yeah, I mean, I think not both. Culture. I think not both because black culture is everyone's culture to be it's honest. The world culture. It's world culture and it's like, I don't, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I, it, it doesn't matter. But what matters is making sure that black people got money and that they have businesses. And if they want to just, if they want to just cater to black people, because it's like a hair product that's for black people, I'm sure they're not going to say, hey, I want to use this shea butter that's for my hair, for my skin. You can't buy it. And I'm like, I'm going to take this money. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's just like, it's okay to gear things towards black people, but it's also okay to get support from others. But I did want to go back to um, what Kobe was saying. <laughs> I know we are like jumping around, but this is an episode where we talk about everything, but I really wanted to talk about what Kobe was talking about with um, like cheating and relationships. And it really brought up something for me with, a, with forgiveness. And, um, 
and and discernment because I think like I was listening to this podcast with um uh Kevin State nope it wasn't them it was um belief in fatherhood and his wife I I don't remember her name I think her, her name be bit but anyways belief in fatherhood they have a podcast called how how married are you and they were like what would cause you to leave me like if if you cheated on me, would you leave me? And they both were going back and forth. Like if they cheated on each other. Would they leave each other? And their ultimate decision would probably was probably like, yeah, I would definitely probably leave you because I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it on the inside. Like every time I would look at you, but they're like, at the end of the day, I don't really know. And I feel like there's not a one shoe fits all thing for relationships. It's really based on discernment. Are you able to forgive and move forward or can you, it will, will it never get better? And that's a decision that is going to be a base by base. Cause there are couples that have been through people who've cheated on them and they're thriving. And then other people that stay together and they're unhappy. You have to think about what's making you happy. Are, are, am I able to move forward? Am I able to forgive this person? Has that person actually changed or is that person going to continue hurting me? And at the end of the day, you have to choose yourself and then you also have to choose. And when I say yourself, choose yourself in the fact that, am I going to be happy? Is this relationship good for my soul and for my body and for my family? Is this, is, is this something I want to be committed to? Is this something I'm willing to work on? If it's yes, 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 go for it. Is it no, 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 no? You need to back off. If it's yes, no, no, yes, no, that go to therapy. You can probably go to therapy for all of them. So you could figure it out, but also and pray and ask for discernment because there's just things that you know when you know. So you know when people say like, and I, this ain't no motherfucking scapegoat for niggas to cheat, and I'm just gonna be real with that because uh. <coughs> Ain't, ain't none of that, but I just want to say, like, there's not a one-size-fit-all, like, this person messed up, and now they're forever a bad person, or it can't work, or they don't value you. It's just, like, you just really have to, you gotta, you gotta know what, what's good for y'all and what's not good for y'all, and if y'all can move forward in a progressive, positive way. This is coming from the person who's been single for five years, but I digress. <laughs> no, that's real. And you know the and in that comment, you know, I was I chose to say cheating just because you know that was something that was strong to me. But you know, it's the same situation that I was talking about leading with love and you know the dynamics of relationships. It's not just between you know a marriage or a relationship of man and a woman. You know, it's father son, daughter father. You know. Um, just all the family ties, grandmother, grandson, grandmother, and granddaughter, you know, all of it. Is it coming from, you know, are, like we really have, this pandemic has just taught me, how are you thinking about the relationships and how you move with people? Are you just doing stuff because you like, oh, I'm gonna do this right now because I know in the future, you know, this person is gonna do this for me, you know? Like, are you the type of person who is just like, um, I'm trying to think of some some father mother type role things. This is my house, my you know my TV. I'm going you know watch it whenever I want to watch it. You know type you know how what type of person are you? You know I'm gonna go buy me some food, but you know everybody else y'all on y'all own. Y'all gotta figure it out. I'm gonna cook just for me. I'm gonna cook this one meal. 
everybody else hungry in the house, but I'm just, you know, go fix my food and that's it. And everybody else, y'all, y'all, y'all got y'all figure it out. But when they, when somebody else cook, they cook for, you know, the family. You eat, you know, you like, oh, this is for everybody, you know. Okay, let me go and get my plate too, you know. Like, it's all of it. It's every aspect of a relationship. Um, like I said, I just chose to, to pinpoint that. But even, you know, in each role, there is, you know, there were things that I thought that were more important than others. But I, what I'm saying is just like, there's so many different aspects to it. And it really boils down to, are you leading with lo- like your intentions? And are you leading with love? Yeah. That really made me, because when you brought this, brought it up, it made me think about yesterday. Uh, so Black Market Houston was today. If you don't know about Black Market, just come to Black Market Houston. It's fun. Ah, okay. And so basically, so Be Busy is the company I used to work for. Y'all know, y'all, if y'all heard in the prior podcast, you know, I was not feeling them, did not get promoted when I felt I needed to be promoted, felt like I was getting the runaround, blah, 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 blah. But y'all know at the end of the day, I want to be busy to thrive. I, I, I still love every single person there. And that really became evident to me yesterday because um, they reached out to me and was like, hey, can we come do HIV testing at Black Market Houston? And I had to tell them like, because I know like we're sold out for the rest of 2020. So I was like, you have to email vendor support. And so they ended up letting them be able to come. And so I was so excited because it's very important for Black people to be tested for HIV because we are, uh, we're the ones that suffer from it the most, even though we are only 13% of the country. We are still the ones with the most cases and percentage wise. Um, um, so, um, but what I'm saying is I was so happy to see everyone and, and, and at the end of the day, it didn't matter anymore, like, what happened. It didn't matter because, like, I still know the CEO is amazing. I still know my all my different managers. They have a good intent. And just because, like, you know how people say, like, I had good intentions, but just your good intentions did not stop you. It didn't, doesn't mean that what you do doesn't hurt me. And so since I knew that, like, a lot of things that people did was based in love or sometimes in fear or or just not in evil <laughs> just it's it's enough and so i got to meet the new social media girls and i'm like they are so adorable and cute and i'm just happy that Eric has people that are gonna liven up his day and i was just we were just chatting with them and just having so much fun and just made me think like i was like i need to come volunteer when y'all have summer camp and even some of the summer camp kids were there from um from black uh from summer camp and i was like oh my god do y'all remember me they're like how could i not remember you and i was like oh my god i just love them so much and it's just like it's all based in love so even when And I'm not saying, like, I think forgiveness is for yourself, (laughs) but also it's just better to love. I don't know. And I'm not saying, like, forgive every because that's, like, middle school. I know people have to forgive people for other huge things that I don't even have answers for. But I just know that it felt good to not have any hate or any any feelings any bad feelings toward a company that i love so much and and that it's doing good for the world so i don't know i just felt so happy (laughs) that's good that's really good and i think 
more of the world, we really should lean toward not not holding grudges, especially when things are not even done with ill intentions, because it saves you a lot of unnecessary stress and heartache and or you know just that 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 feeling of of i don't know that weird feeling of you know when you have to go around people that you felt like you know didn't treat you the best or didn't not even necessarily treat you the best that didn't uphold to the expectation that you thought that they should have had and <laughs> that that's that's what it is cuz i feel like they treat y'all really good and so is and i think that 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 and i think we talked about this in one podcast about how exp- our expectations can truly they can either stop us from 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 what what is it they can they can really stop us from living a life of of happiness and of and and not even of happiness but they can really put a damper in between relationships that that still are supposed to flourish and still are supposed to thrive because we personally we have these own expectations set up on certain people and we want them to adhere to them and so i definitely think those expectations just i won't say throw your expectations away but really 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 check your expectations really gauge monitor your expectations and see is see are we overreacting because i know a lot of times we can be very very reactive and very we can hold on to our way of doing things our way of wanting things to be done so much so to the point where we can really miss out on some really good relationships there after the fact and so I love that relationships are still growing for you in spite of what the past and who knows now you can really, and y'all, y'all can really make monumental change together. And that's what it's about letting those expectations go so that that togetherness can still thrive. Definitely. Because like hate holds back progression or grudges holds back joy you know what i mean like you know kobe or jazz y'all could do something which y'all probably never will but if y'all have done something to me this one thing and i'm mad but y'all you like and you want to continue the relationship our best friend relationship it's just like what are you gonna be mad and holding a grudge and just after this person is like they got not even mean to do that or whatever so you are staying in your grudge and your that animosity and you're not able to move forward. And some people think that they have to hold on to the animosity, the grudging. You don't have to do that. You could actually not even talk to that person again. <laughs> you could actually move on in your life or you could actually decide, hey, let's be friends. But at the end of the day, um, don't don't stay here. Don't stay like this gotta let go either way and, and move forward so both i don't even worry about the other person so you yourself can have joy can have light can have clarity to move forward and get the things that god really wants for you because if you stay here why why are you so tight why are you so mad i mean depending on the level of things but if it's some petty shit where are you going where are we going 
where we going? Cause I don't want to stay here. I don't want to stay. I don't want to stay here. That's funny. <laughs> I don't like not liking people. Y'all know that. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> just nip it in the butt and just like let's just keep it moving. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not gonna be mad at you long. In it, but you know what though? What I realized, like, cause I was thinking about this. I was like, dang, I really like don't care i'm really happy but i was like damn why can't i stay mad at people because i love to love people i rather love you than hate you you know i rather love you but also know like for me my decision was to leave though you could still love people and leave that's what i did for the for that company it's like and and even in like relationships that are failed or something like that it's like oh you know i love you but i have to leave but i still love you you could love, you could love and leave, and you you could love and stay. It just yeah, it's just discernment at the end of the day. Discernment, discernment. Cause some people they can't love and, and love from afar and still have somebody back next thing. You know they back back in their relationship sucked in. So don't don't do that. If you know if you know, you can't can't draw boundaries. I thought you were gonna say want- something else. You said sucked in. I said suck what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I- I said, wait, you taking it too far. It's so feeling. <laughs> PG. <laughs> PG 13. No, nah, it's like PG, PG 16. <laughs> right? It's like tw- PG 21. PG right. <laughs> right. The, the songs these kids listen to at 13, I don't know. They might can tune in too. <laughs> you know what? We, yeah, they, they know the real, because the way they be talking. <laughs> right. Anyways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah yeah but that's really all i got i mean y'all got anything else y'all's coming up for y'all i know this was like a super random y'all like y'all talking about anything and everything because we need to give y'all that real tea today that real tea the real real the real real i think we talked about everything that oh i want to talk about this reset that's about to happen in january no i and when I say reset, I just, New Year's, I feel like New Year's is just like one of our reset moments. And I think God knew what he was doing or the Mayans, whoever created the calendar, <laughs> God that gave the Mayans the knowledge to create that calendar, knew that we needed a reset button. We needed January to be able to just, okay, we're going to regroup, we're going to recenter. Let's go get it again. So I'm looking forward to, to to January. It'll be here like like where's this year? Like it's 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 came and it's gone and now we here. I'm ready for it. I'm ready because yeah, I love a, a good new year reset where you get to realign, see have you accomplished your goals or what goals you're gonna get set. I'm already planning for my new year's as as we can see. I got some big things, especially from that last podcast when we were talking about what's that that thing that you feel like that you just need to be doing that itch you can't scratch. And I, I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm, it's not that I'm trying, I'm moving into making some big moves, y'all, but I can't talk about it. I got to be about them. So uh, I'll tell y'all when uh, to be continued. So. She said, I'm going to tell y'all when it's done, okay? I'll tell y'all when it's Ready? done. I ain't about to tell y'all what I'm about to do. I'm going to tell y'all what I did, okay? <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so stay tuned, stay tuned. <laughs>
<laughs> I love that. I feel like it's a reset too, and um, because uh, I- I'm excited, and I just want to, I just want to say this. Soul Filling Podcast called it out. Okay, back in January ish, uh, December ish. I remember maybe February ish. All I know is we had a podcast called Paradigm Shifts. And we said shifts are going to happen. And did they or did they it? <laughs> they did. And um, and so it sounds like we're on this, we're all, so we're on this shift, like, but in order to shift, like you have to move, like things gotta move and stuff. But now it's like things are moving, and now it's just like, okay, calm down in your mind and 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 now it's like, okay, things are, okay, this is the temperature. This is, all right. Okay, I figured out, oh, this is what I want to do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, this is what I want for life. Okay, this is you know, how I need to move in the political system. Now it's time to regroup and really take everything that's shooken us up and put it on paper and put it on a, a vision board and put it in prayer and, and, and activate it. But um, we got to, we got to, get it all out and start to work on that stuff. It's going to be new things. It's going to be new, great things, refreshing things, things that are going to change and impact the world, impact yourself inside, impact your family. Um, It's going to be great guys. So I'm excited to, I'm excited for what's happening in y'all's lives and, and, and Jasper's life and Kobe's life. You literally have, you literally bring in life. So this is a huge reset. You said, (laughs) it's a a baby boy (laughs) the ultimate reset you're resetting into a new step into motherhood (laughs) so i'm just so excited for everyone and and you guys soulmates what's your reset let us know in the comments (laughs) yeah look y'all y'all cannot you know you cannot have dominion over a situation if you keep running from it so that's the last thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave with the people. Don't somebody needed to hear that, and I think that somebody was me. You got to face it. You got to face it. Can I tell y'all a story? Because you, you, you ain't about to just say this. <laughs> and then we're going to not talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Kobe. <laughs> How dare you? Come all up in to my space, in my heart, in my mind. Because literally, this has happened since high school. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it when it comes to men. But this comes to a lot of things that make me uncomfortable. Like, if I like you, I will avoid you. <laughs> like, I will run away. <laughs> but I had to tell myself the other day, girl, stop running away. Stop running away from uncomfortableness, from from things that you want but you're scared of you know and so it's just like even like messages like someone was sending me a message and I'm like I don't really know say I'm scared of a response like so I take so long to think of it girl if you don't answer that message it's just like what else oh we should do a podcast on like what are you running away from because I think that's something that we all deal with like girl stop running boys sir ma'am stop running because you're running away from your destiny. Girl. Girl. <laughs> Girl. Drops mic. So feeling out. 
<laughs> period oh no nah, that was hey. and I'm, I'm so glad you say that what are you running away from what are you running away from what are y'all running away from soulmates all right Ooh. so what time is it it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation y'all this is your first time on soul villain podcast we always 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 end our podcast with a positive affirmation so what the heck is in positive affirmation a positive ah, okay i'm sorry kobe just brought her doggy on the screen i just got melted okay um a positive affirmation is anything that transforms your life either you transforming your life for the good or you transforming your life for the not so good um in the bible it states let the weak say you gotta say it y'all keyword here you gotta say it says let the weak say i am strong so on those days when you're not feeling like your best self you're feeling sick and tired you're just feeling not up to uh you still have to speak positive things over your life um it's three of us and i'm affirming that there are millions billions trillions of y'all out there tuned in and we're gonna go ahead and end this thing off right so who wants to go first hmm. i am like no no laughing i am embodying the spirit of david when he faced goliath because i am no longer running mm. away from what scares me okay mm. i am living my best life i am powerful mm. yes indeed all right guys Y'all know what time it is. Oh, it's not affirmation time. But <laughs> it is time for us to go. But before you go, you know you got to. We was already talking about all these support, support black people. Well, support these black people. And go ahead and hit that subscribe button, that whatever button that keeps you tuned in to our podcast. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on, on Apple Podcasts. We are on SoundCloud. And, of course, we are on the YouTube in you might want to tune in to look at all of our facial expressions because we be going in. But most importantly, I need you guys to listen on Apple Podcasts. This is very important. Come closer. Listen louder. All right? Yes. Okay? Turn the volume up because we need you to go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, <laughs> rating, <laughs> rating, and write something soulful and sweet so we could continue to grow on the list of podcasts so more people can to hear us uh it's gonna just help us higher in our rankings and that's that on that <laughs> i love you all right guys until next time we love y'all bye, bye. bye.